Welcome to Real Talk Podcast. I am Valerie Malone, Life Coach, Motivational Speaker. Real Talk Podcast is aimed to empower you to grow, learn, and create a life you love on your own terms. In this podcast, we bring experts worldwide to talk about their experience around health, relationship, career, and money mindset. Each episode, experts share their success stories and provide strategies, tools, and techniques you can apply in your life to solve in a specific issue that you may be facing. Be sure to subscribe, like, and leave a comment so more wonderful people like you can listen to this podcast. Melissa, thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, my listeners are very eager to listen to you and uh, the journey have you been through, the spiritual journey that you have been through, and your story is so inspiring. So um, I'm going to start by asking you, what inspire you to pursue this kind of a path in your life? Well, first, let me say hi, and thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really excited. Um, you know, what, expi- what inspired my journey was my own journey. I uh, started in really in psychotherapy was where I got got um, kind of indoctrinated into this world through counseling and as a teenager uh, going through some traumatic experiences in my life several traumatic experiences in my early life and through my adolescence um, and going being exposed to therapy when I was 14 and so I saw probably three, four, five therapists as an adolescent between 14 and 16 years old. And at that moment was really um, shown the, the, the hole that was in the counseling world, particularly for adolescents and young adults. You know, most of the therapists were older. Most of them, in my experience at that time, did not really know how to deal with trauma. They were not comfortable dealing with trauma. You know, I would go in and talk about my abuse and uh, we would start talking about other things. You know, they would change the subject or it was, here's a book to read or here's a workbook to read. And there was never any real reconciliation for me. It was all, here's how to cope with your anxiety. Here's how to cope with your PTSD. And I didn't want to cope. I wanted Mm. it gone. I wanted Mm. to heal. And I knew that that was possible. And and so I began right then, decided right then, oh, that's it. I'm going go, to go be a therapist because if this is all that's out there for adolescents, I'm going to go do, I can do better than this. Mm. Um, and so um, that kind of kicked off the journey, you know, into my undergraduate education, straight into graduate school education, all in psychotherapy, all in clinical, you know, clinical mental health. And then, you know, seeking and searching and really wanting to be a better person and be more authentic to myself, but not really knowing how. So got out of graduate school. um, And actually my first divorce, (laughs) we know right before I got out of graduate school, I got married when I was like 19, 20, you know, Mm -hmm. looking for the knight in shining armor that turned out not to be. Um, And so at that 
point, right when I was in that place, I was like, okay, so here I sit 22 years old, divorced, Mm -hmm. lost, pissed off, angry, you know, PTSD still there, all of that still there. And 10 years of therapy, you know, eight years of therapy behind my belt. And I'm like, there's got to be more. So I uh, found a teacher, my first teacher, who introduced me to hypnotherapy. And then from there, hypnotherapy changed my life, changed my world. Um, And then even with hypnotherapy, I started to discover the spirituality behind healing, the soul Mm -hmm. behind healing, you know, that I started to discover that this is not just about coping with your trauma or coping with your life. And it's not even really about healing your trauma and healing your life, that the ultimate um, reconciliation, the ultimate um, alignment was for me to fully know myself. And in order to fully know myself, I had to know my soul. I had to know how to access that part of me. And I had to know how to be in direct communication. And so then that spun me into the other teachers that I've been working with for 20 plus years now. Your story is so inspiring and so many people can relate to that. So I hear your story and I, this is why I wanted to have you here because when you tell your story of how people go to therapists and how they have been through a traumatic uh, incidents that they're in life, they're holding on to it. They can't let it go. They just go talk to someone and they always teaching you how to cope with it. But nobody actually goes to the root of the problem and say, hey, listen, this is what it is. So that's why I love your strategy and how you took your own story. You actually healed yourself first before you even tried to heal other people because you know oh, exactly, exactly how it feels like. So even though you went to the school and books and all that stuff, you're like, okay, that's all good and everything, but I'm still looking for something more that can, I can feel what it is that needs to be um, healed or like you said, uh, be taken care of. So who are your clients? And when they come to you, how do they feel? Like when they come in, Melissa, this is how I feel. Who are they and how they come to you and how, when they're done with them, how they feel? You know, I love that question because so oftentimes, and even through graduate school, they're like, pick who you want to work with, pick who you want to work with. And it's like, do you want to work with men? Do you want to work with women? Do you want to work mm-hmm. with, you know, whatever. I want to work with humans. I want to work with somebody who I don't care if you're masculine, feminine, if you identify male, female, or, you know, other, I did, none of that matters to me because I'm here to work with your soul. I'm not here to work with your specific trauma or your, you know, I'm not here to work with just sexual abuse or just addiction. What my ideal client is somebody who, you know, the ones who come to me who say, Melissa, I've done my work. I've done my work. I've done plenty of work. I've seen therapists. I've done psychotherapy. Perhaps they've even done energy healings. Perhaps they, you know, they're on a spiritual journey of some type, whether that spiritual journey includes a teacher or that spiritual journey has all been self-study. It's somebody who they have, they've put in some foundational work, but they're not quite through that threshold and don't even really understand or know what is that threshold. You know, it's like, They know that there's more to them. They don't know how to access it. They know that they have a soul. They don't know how to be in direct communication. Or maybe you think you are in direct communication, but your life is still not going exactly how you want it to go. Because, Mm. you know, the ego is very tricky. 
ego is very, very tricky. And so it's about people who want to be inspired to dive into themselves, to discover who you are, to discover what is my purpose and my passion. Or maybe you know what your purpose and your passion is, but you can't make it manifest. You know, it's like the, the client that I have is somebody that wants more, knows there is more, but has no idea what that is or how to get there. Mm. No, I didn't, because that's where I was. I mean, I just always felt that calling, but wasn't quite sure where to put my foot. Mm. And I had amazing teachers teach me, not tell me where to put my foot, mm. but teach me how to listen so clearly to that voice that is inside that whispers, because that voice is not loud. But that voice that whispers that says, put your foot right here. Mm. And not only how to hear that voice, but how to then completely and utterly trust that voice, which is the problem that most of us have. We don't mm. trust ourselves. And right. we don't know which voice we're listening to. Sometimes we're listening to the voice of the ego and we think that's our soul. And we put our foot somewhere and we think, oh, okay, I want to do this. And then it blows up in our face. And then it's like, okay, well, I have to go back to square one because who was I listening to? What part of me is talking? Because I'm going to tell you, you have hundreds of thousands of voices within. Hmm. There's, only, there's only one that's going to guide you in the direction of your plan. Right, right, right. So now, before I ask you another question, this is something that um, the, the uh, listeners want me to ask you. So I had a couple of questions. They knew that you were coming on the thing. A lot of people, especially um, now, they are uh, kind of like going back to themselves and, and paying attention to their feelings, right? So there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fears. There's a lot of uh, panic. Um, let's just talk about anxiety. So a lot of anxiety. And this people are, like you said, they're going to see therapists, they're seeing counselor, and they're trying everything. And they realize that, okay, this is within myself. For people that are struggling with anxiety, and they say, Melissa, listen, I'm, I'm uh, struggling with this. I don't know how to deal with it. Is, is this something that I can do to help me with my anxiety? What would you say to those people? I want to teach you how to live without it. I don't want right. to teach you how to deal with it. I have clients who come in that to me all the time and they say, I want to learn how to deal with my anxiety. And I look at them straight in their face and they say, well, then I'm not for you because I'm not going to teach you how to deal with it. I'm going to teach you how to get rid of it completely. I want to teach you how to live a fear-free life because fear is one of the vibrations on the planet that is the greatest toxin to our spirituality, to our growth. It is an energy that is specifically designed to stop us in our tracks. And I, you know, I understand that some people say, well, some fear is healthy. Like, you know, if I'm walking down a dark alley and I get a little fear inside of me, this is, oh, don't go down there. That's different. That's intuition. There's fear has no place and no purpose, but we, we have comp, we, it is everywhere. It is everywhere. It is used in marketing. It is used in media. It is used by, you know, uh, people in power. It is used by our parents. It's used by, <laughs> you know, it's used by people who aren't even trying to use it. And it's the greatest poison that we allow in our bodies, that we allow in our field. And so what I would say to you is absolutely. Can I help you step out of anxiety? Mm -hmm. I can help you completely release it from your life. Right, right. There's, there's right. not a medication on the planet that is going to get rid of anxiety. Right. There is right. not a coping skill on the planet that is going to get rid of anxiety. But I'll tell you this, when you learn, when we learn how to sit 
in the vibration of your soul. Fear is a foreign concept. Mm. It's a foreign concept. The soul doesn't even understand what there is to be afraid of because it already knows what is happening. Mm. It already knows the outcome. It already knows the journey. It already knows how to guide you. So anxiety and yeah, I get it. I completely understand. I've had anxiety much of my life and I can still catch myself sometimes like stepping into it. You know, I get worried about, Oh my God, you know, what if, what if, what if this thing thing doesn't work out? Or what if, what if this person gets upset with me and then I have to realign and the moment I realign, it goes away. Wow. So you have to learn how to align so in nice. an authentic way. And I'm not saying that that's, well, I'm going to say this. It's simple, but it's not easy. Right. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say, which bring me back to the next question uh, is that you talk a lot about soul and um, we are getting familiar with the concept of soul lately. More, now more than ever before like 20 years ago or like 30 years ago people used to be so you know logic and realistically and all of that mm -hmm. but lately people are like realizing okay there's a soul there's a soul there's a soul but not everybody's aligned with their soul and that's where you come from and that's where you like okay um yes everybody has a soul yes, yes. it's there we recognize but a lot of people don't know how to so tell us like one thing that person can do is for somebody that is like, okay, I have a soul, Melissa. I, uh, I, I hear you. I know exactly what you're saying, but I'm so disconnected and I'm, I'm beginner. And I just wanted to find mm -hmm. that place to see that I have a soul and then continue to align. What would you say to that? What's one thing they can do to realize it, to kind of like ground themselves and align themselves with their, with their soul? Ooh, that's a fun question. <laughs> <laughs> well, and first, let me say this too. The concept of soul, I do want to say, this is not about religion. This is not about what you believe or don't believe as far as, you know, your, your spiritual beliefs. Your soul is your greatest self, your highest energy, the highest vibrational con of consciousness that you can get to at this level. And learning how to align is very, like I said, it's simple, but it's not easy. Right, 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 right. One of the things that I do with my clients when they say, well, I don't, I don't know about my soul. I don't even know if I have one. As I say, you know, take your hands and put them on your heart. Mm. Right in the center of your chest, just put your hands on your heart and just take some breaths and close your eyes and allow yourself to feel or experience or hear, you know, we have, which this is part of the class too, but you have so many different ways that we interpret information depending on our unique ability. So I may say feel, but if you're not a feeler, then I may say see or hear or know or sense within you, mm. your heart. And if you don't feel anything, then I'm going to ask you to go deeper into your heart. I'm going to ask you to walk into it as if you are walking a, a, a pathway. Mm. And some of us have guarded our hearts. Most of us have. We've learned to shut them down. We've learned to guard them. We've learned to keep them closed. You know, I had a client yesterday just say, you know, I'm scared to go into my heart because I'm, I don't want to be hurt again. Mm. And what I told her, I said, the thing that we don't realize is that your heart is your greatest superpower. When your heart is wide, wide open, when the soul is completely flowing through the human body, when the soul is completely allowed to flow through the whole human body, 
you become invincible in a way. Hmm. So it's about learning how to go deep within yourself. Hmm. And it's individual for each person because each person's soul signature is individual to them. So, but I will tell you this, it is about going through the heart. There's no other way to it. You can't think your way through this. Your, your mind does not understand how to navigate this world. Your ego doesn't understand how to navigate this world. Your heart is the only one that can connect you there. It's the only doorway. And for, you know, I I worked with a gentleman um, just this week too, who was, who I said, you know, put your hands on your hearts and tell me what's there. And he said, it's a hole. And Mm. I said, yeah, I know, I know it's a hole. Lots of us have holes. We, we have our hearts, you know, we use that in our languaging. You've ever heard somebody say it broke my heart. Yeah. 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 That's the unconscious telling you what's going on. The heart is broken, so we have to repair it. And in order to do that, we have to repair the heart so that we can go through the heart to get to the soul. So you want to know how to connect with your soul? You have to connect with yourself. You have to be willing to look at yourself. You have to be willing to dive into those places. And I don't, I don't tell people you have to know how. Mm. You don't have to have any idea. All I right. need you to have is the willingness. That you want right. to connect with your soul, have the willingness and the curiosity, and then boom. Right, 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 right. You'll get there. You'll get there. I'm glad you mentioned, you, you said something about the heart and, uh, you know, heartbroken and, and things like that. So a lot of people that are like right now um, going through some tough timing and they feel their heart, they, they feel sad or they feel angry or they feel upset. That itself is a message, right? Then that necessarily means that, okay, just because you have a bad feeling, you don't have a soul or you're not connected with soul. That's also soul kind of like telling you what's going on. Absolutely. Your whole life tells you what's going on. Your whole life is laid out in front of you, providing you a story, providing you information to wake you up all the time. Your soul is communicating with you all the time, Hmm. no matter what's going on. Your soul, your, that there are subtleties in your environment, in your experience right now that are telling you, what the problem is and how to fix it. Mm. It's around you everywhere. It's around you in your interactions. It's around you in the things you notice. It's around you in the things you don't notice. And so that willingness to connect with the soul has got to be there. But at the same time, we're terrified of ourselves. We're terrified of ourselves. And, and, you know, I understand why we grow up in a world that tells us, don't be who you are, be this. Mm. Don't tie your shoes that way, tie them this way. You know, I'm, I, I have a four-year-old, so, and my sister, my sister's-in-law, who I love dearly, and they're like the greatest humans on the planet, are constantly telling him, you got your shoes on the wrong feet, you got your shoes on the wrong feet, and I'm like, <laughs> he's walking across the yard, like, what difference does it make if his shoes are on the opposite feet? I'll say the wrong feet, but we grow up that way constantly right. with these tiny little messages that are subtly telling you who you are not. You're too this, you're too that, you know, you're not this, you're not enough of this, you're not enough of that. You need to learn how to dress this way. You need to look this way. You need to dye your hair this color. You need to make sure you drive this car. None of that comes from your soul. Now, I'm not saying that my soul doesn't guide some of, you know, what I wear or what I drive or whatever. I mean, obviously, sometimes in the mornings, I get up in the mornings and go, okay, what am I wearing today? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying your life can't be soul driven and you still love all those things and have all those things. But we grow up in this world 
shutting ourselves down, thinking our uniqueness is somehow something's wrong with it. So then we develop the identity that something's wrong with me inherently. So we turn down the volume of our soul slowly and slowly and slowly over time until it is nothing but a tiny, 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 tiny whisper. Mm. I teach you how to turn the volume back up. So is it, safe to, is, is it safe to say, is it safe to say that everyone has a soul and if you don't feel, or if you're suffering, or if you feel like some people say I'm broken, I've been through so much. It's just that you're not aligned with your soul. It's not that you don't have a soul. It's just that you're not aligned with your soul. And you just, this identity that you're talking about, you are so identified by other people perception that it give you this persona that you feel mm -hmm. like that's who you are but yet mm -hmm. you really disconnected from the soul and that's where the suffering comes from right yeah and let me let me give you the analogy that i give a lot of my clients mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's say that i have in my hands a just nasty disgusting coat i mean like been on the worst streets of the dirtiest city that you can imagine for months and months and months been in the gutters holes in it everything just gross disgusting coat and I hand it to you and I say, here, Valerie, this is your coat. Mm. What, what would you do with it? I'd throw it away. I'd be like, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> but I might take a marker and put your name in it and say, no, 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 this is your coat. You're supposed to wear this coat. Okay. Most of us are probably going to do just what you said. We're going to take the coat. We're going to go look at it and go, uh-uh, I'm definitely not putting that on. That's not mine. That's right. not for me. I don't care if you're even telling me that's mine. I've never seen that coat. I don't know that coat. But this is what we do. We take someone's projections that says, you're bad. Right, right. You're right. not good enough. You're too this. You're too that. And we put it on. And we wear it. And it becomes familiar. And eventually we forget that it was not our coat to begin with. Mm. And we start to identify with the coat instead of what is under the coat. Right. And we start to believe that we are just as good as this coat. This is the only coat I can get. This is the only coat that I was meant to wear in this life. Mm. I was, I get this. Oh God, my favorite. This is just the way I am. No, right, 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 right. I'm sorry, but you are not the way that you are authentically is beautiful and powerful and abundant and knowing and connected. And, you know, all of these things are within you to have and to express and to manifest and then to share with the planet, because that's why you're here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what we do is we walk around in this dirty ass coat thinking, oh, well, I'm just an angry person. I'm just an anxious person. I'm just this way. This is just, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Right. When all the while the coat was never yours to begin with. It yeah. Was never yours to begin with. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing analogy that if you visualize that, it's just like, I know why people are staying away from me because this coat smells, it's dirty. Nobody's around me. Everybody's looking at me funny. And that just your identity that you had inherited from the society and you're wearing it and believing that that's yours, which all you have to do is just take it out and say, you know what, fuck with that. And, and I am not that. This is, I am not that. And that's what it is. We identify with who the, we identify with what I call who I am not instead wow. of the who I am, instead of the I am. 
So powerful, so fucking powerful. And I love that you said that because that's itself is such a pressure. How about we talk about who you're not, not so much who you are. And mm -hmm. everybody's focusing, even now, even now a lot of uh, spiritual coaches and spiritual um, teachers are like trying to manifest and say, this is who I am which is good in a positive way. But what about the people that are like have carrying, like you said, that code around them and say, no, this is not who you are. And that's what makes you different because you're telling them, no, that's not who you are. Not at all. Not at all who you are. And not only that, I can't, this is why, you know, it's so challenging sometimes for me to say like, here's my recipe to fix yourself. Because this is such an individualized process. We are, manifestations of that energy of that soul that has come down to have an individual experience so your journey is individual who you are is individual mm. you are not a cookie cutter person when we shed that coat it's going to be different than everybody on the planet there's not going to be anybody like you there's not right. supposed to be anybody like you but it's so scary to go into that place because we are told that if we embrace our uniqueness, and I don't mean told directly, we're told indirectly, you mm -hmm. embrace your uniqueness and all of a sudden something's wrong with you, you're too this, you're too that, you're not enough of this. I mean, you watch anybody who steps out of, what, of whatever their family norm is mm. and look what happens in a lot of families, you know? I have, and then I have a lot of students who they discover there's what I call your soul signature. I love, you know, your soul signature to discover what is my absolute signature, like your fingerprint. It's different. So mm -hmm. what is my soul signature? And then they discover theirs. And then it's like, oh my God, I got to do this for everybody. And everybody's got to do it the way I do it. And everybody's got to do this. And I'm like, that's all well and good that we want people to be inspired. But your purpose is different from my purpose. Your purpose Absolutely. may be, you know, your like, you know, your purpose may be um, to, uh, I don't know, it could be anything. I mean, people, people also think that when we live in the spiritual world, like once we align with our soul, that our life has to be different. Like, I can't, uh, I can't do this or I can't do that because that's not spiritual. You know, I can't go to concerts because that's not spiritual. I can't ride motorcycles and hang out with, you know, bikers because that's not spiritual. Well, guess what? Uh, every time I get an opportunity, I'm on my Harley. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> It's like, it's about discovering, you know, what did you come here to do? What is the signature that you have? And then how do you express that through the things that we have here on the planet? I have a guy who's in IT, for example, probably one of those spiritually connected humans that I've ever had the pleasure to coach, to work with. And you know, he's like, I really want to do this. I really want to get into my soul. You know, I really want to be aligned with myself. But, and he thought that in order to do that, he had to become a coach or a therapist or a spiritual teacher. And I'm like, mm, no, man, no. the IT department needs you to be in it. <laughs> yes. 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 The yes. IT department needs you to be in it. You know, the mail. I'm glad to give. Needs you to be in the, but if you're a real estate agent, the real estate world needs you to be in it because I'm not there. 
I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because this is what misconception is when it comes to spirituality. A lot of people that are like not familiar with it, they heard of it. And then all of a sudden they feel like if I have to become spiritual in order for me to be spiritual, I have to not shave. I have to wear this certain type of clothes. I have to uh, braid my hair a certain way or wear certain jewelry with those people, which is fine. But at the same time, the whole purpose of the spirituality and the way you're describing it is that you grow up and I work with a lot of people and similar to you, a lot of my clients are like, they grow up by their parents were telling them that, you know, you, you should be a doctor, you should be a lawyer, you should be an engineer and you should be married. You should have kids. And once they took the spiritual road and they find out their soul, they find out their desire is different. I don't have to be doctor. I can be, I can have my own business. I can be an author. I can be a singer, but it's still, I'm contributing to my soul and spreading the word and Mm -hmm. showing other people how it is to be authentically yourself and identify your soul. So that's what's really important for people to know. And that's why I want you to talk about that because a lot of people misunderstand and saying that, oh, these gypsy people, they're like you said, you can't ride a motorcycle, you can't have tattoos, you can't have this when you're spiritual. So let's talk about, um, the reason I brought you here today and the reason I wanna talk to you about this is because if we look at it logically, and let's just, this is for people that are looking at stuff logically. Mm-hmm. And say, so I'm ta- look, and let me say this too. I'm the biggest skeptic in the world. So every teacher that I've ever had, and if you ever got to meet them, you could ask them this question. I'm constantly calling bullshit on half the stuff they say <laughs> because <laughs> I go in to find it myself. So yeah, I'm, I, you know, it, it, go ahead. Yeah. So um, logically people say, oh, I'm very uh, logic and um, realistically, realistically. Mm-hmm. Melissa, like, you know, um, this doesn't work or this work, but in the end of the day, if you're not aligned with your soul, if you're not authentic, if you don't know who you are, and if you are identified by society or by your parents, by your culture, by your religion, by your upbringing or whatever that may be, that can actually affect your work, your relationship, your health, your finance and everything. So that's why it's so major and important now more than ever to need to know yourself, to need to know who you are, who, you know, what is your soul, how to align with your soul. And this is why I want to, I, I want to bring you over here because you have, which I'm excited to announce, you have actually a program. Tell us about your program. I do. I have a program called the Conscious Soul School. Uh, because like I say, you know, every soul is conscious, but not everyone is conscious of their soul, you know, and the consciousness, that's where it lives. Your, your access to everything, your access to answer every question you have, every direction that you want to take to know where to put your foot, to know, you know, if this relationship is good for you, if this job is good for you, if this meal is good for you, whatever it may be, if it lines up with you. That exact consciousness, that knowledge is in your soul. You have, and it's free. It costs you nothing to mm. learn how to do that. It costs you nothing once you get it. Once you're aligned, once you've got that direct channel, you have it for the rest of your life. It never goes away beyond that. Mm. So that is where I got ready to shift from psychotherapy, which was disease model. Something's wrong with you. You're broken. We need to fix it. Once we fix it, you might need to come back for a tune-up. Da 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 da. Clients, you know, rotate through my doors for years and years and years. 
And I, I'm done with that. I don't want to do that. I don't want that for myself. So I developed the Conscious Soul School. The idea behind this Conscious Soul School is I am coaching you in the way that I have been blessed to be coached up, up the lineage of teachers that I have had access to across my lifetime so that you become conscious of your own soul. It is a gift that you will give yourself that can never be taken, mm. that will never change. Once you are plugged in, you can't unplug. You might can pretend to unplug, but you can't never not know once you know. And so it's a whole program designed to coach you, to carry you, to work with your uniqueness, to help you discover your soul signature through courses and classes, through one-on-one -on -one coaching, and then, which is my favorite part, is through the retreat at the end. That's my and favorite the part. The, oh my God. I can't, it's, it's the best. It's totally the best. You know, you get to come in to this magnificent environment, to this very peace-filled place with like-minded people, with people who have been on the same journey and we get to celebrate each other's uniqueness and dive even deeper into that so that after that, after that uh, retreat, you launch into becoming your best self. Oh, you get wow. to practice Amazing. all along the way. You know, I have kind of three parts and I'm not saying it's just three meeting things, but three kind of sections of each thing. Section, right, so right, the, right, right, right. Yeah. So the first section is awaken the soul, mm. awaken yourself to it, learn what it is, learn how to, how to hear it. The next one would be align with your soul, which is I start to listen. I start knowing where to put my foot. I start trusting that. And then the third mm. final phase of the development is embody, mm. embody the soul which wow. is where you function from that consciousness as much as we all can, <laughs> you know, we have, we have our slips and we, I mean, I certainly right. still have my slips. I'm definitely not perfect by any means, but I can tell you this, when we learn to embody the soul in everything that we do, my friends used to tell me, Melissa, I think anything would happen to you and you would just smile and be like, oh, that's interesting because that's how it goes. You know, the events right. are no longer happening to me. I'm an active participant in what's going on, both positive and negative. I mean, not everything in my life is balloons and streamers. I'll tell you, right. I have hardships that come, but the moment I am met with an experience that would years ago would have knocked me down and made me put the coat back on. I can step back with a different perspective, which allows me to move through the event pretty unscathed. Mm, what a beautiful way you finished today. That, that's amazing. And by just listening to you, and I, my advice to my listeners right now would be that don't invest money on college, don't invest money on your divorce, don't invest money on a lot of other stuff that you, it's like a putting a bandage on the wound. If you really want to get in touch with yourself and fix your life from every aspect, financially, emotionally, uh, relationship, uh, career, then this is for you. Come here and join her program. Start learning about yourself. Connect with your soul. Know who you are. Set some boundaries. Be who you are. And you will have, and I love your authenticity. Like she said, you'll have your ups and downs, but you're going to manage the downs so much better than what you're doing right now. So um, I will have a link underneath of this. Uh, this is how they reach you. Tell us, what is your name on the Instagram so people can follow you, how, how they can find you 
on Instagram. At Melissa, at Melissa dash Shakti, I believe it is. I know it's Melissa Shakti. Let me look. <laughs> okay. No, I'll put all Melissa of that in there. Yeah. It's okay. Melissa underscore Shakti. Everywhere I, I made it the most similar that I could. So Melissa underscore Shakti is what is my Instagram. All right. Well, we're going to put all of your uh, information underneath of this recording. So lovely people can find you and I highly recommend them to check you out, follow her, listen to her and definitely join her program because it's an amazing program, especially New Year's coming up the 2022, the energy is changing. Oh. It's an amazing energy. So um, I'm so excited that you came in and, and we want people to gift the give gift of life to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let me add something to what you were saying real quick, if you don't mind what Not you were saying know. about, yeah, what you were saying about don't invest in your divorce. Don't invest in your, this don't invest in your that. And, and this is what I watch people do. We attempt to change our life from the horizontal perspective, meaning we think, well, if I just leave this relationship, it'll be better. If I just leave this job, it'll be better. If I just get out of this. But what I will tell you is, remember at the beginning of this, I said, your soul is constantly talking to you, whether you recognize it or not, through what is going on around you, you are constantly being told what's the problem and how to fix it. So when we bounce from one thing to the next, or we think that if I just escape this and we move to the next relationship, I am telling you, and if you, if you haven't already had this happen, just sit back, pay attention, and you'll find the theme. Because what will happen is you are going to attract the exact same scenario, different players. Mm. Same play, same TV show, different actors. And it'll look subtly different so that you don't uh. feel completely defeated. But the same theme is going to continue to show up in your life. So leaving the job is not going to fix it. Leaving the marriage, I mean, unless it's intuitively guided, I'm not saying everybody should stay in marriages that aren't, you know, but jumping from one thing to the next, thinking that the next thing that exists on the horizontal plane is going to fix it, it's not going to fix it. You have to learn to go vertical and that's how you change your life. Amen to that. Amen to that. And I think now people yeah. do know, I think people are recognizing that. And this is why people are more uh, uh, reflecting on themselves and saying that, hey, wait a minute, this is not working. I'm doing the same thing and over, like you said, leaving the marriage, going from relationship to relationship, from job to job, at least this time you're actually doing it. If it's appropriate, you're sitting with yourself, you're learning about yourself and you're making a decision from the place of authenticity and love and a soul that is beneficial to you. And that whisper is going to get loud and louder and you are the one to make him recognize to listen to that voice of themselves and make a decision melissa thank mm -hmm. you so much for being here with us and um we definitely are going to have you back uh our listeners going to have more questions for you now that they know who you are and they can find you but um thank you so much for taking the time and teaching us about our soul and how to be ourselves. oh super fun thanks for having me thank you so much